I'm coming to show the Australian people how the game is really played. For the first time on Australian Survivor, they will be playing with a member of their own family. Playing Survivor with your spouse is a very dangerous idea. But the good thing is if one of us wins, we both win. As brothers playing in the game, we've got this bond that's unbreakable. I love my sister so much, but out here, you're going to have to take out your loved one at some stage. If she gets voted out, it's going to rip my heart too. Australia's going to set the big man for us. Survivor has always been an individual game. But this season, it's all about to change. secret weapon. My baby girl Nina, y'all better look out because I taught her well. Will blood prove to be thicker than water? Or will the deepest bonds be broken? Hello everybody and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. I am joined today by two guests. I mean, you all know Abraham at this point. You've seen him in the cast assessment. But I also have from New Zealand, so good morning. You're probably still waking up more than, than we are right now. But I've got Scott from the Slain the Dragon podcast. How are you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. And Abe, I have to ask as well, how are you doing? You've got your backdrop this time and everything. I'm always on Survivor, guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that you're like a regular now and everything i'm happy you're, you're stuck with me at this point scott you better watch out because you don't want to get hooked on this you'll be stuck oh my goodness <laughs> all right so we are here to discuss the first two episodes of australian survivor and sorry that we're kind of merging this into two i know here in the states it's not as easy to watch and get on everybody's schedules and everything because we're through links and stuff scott do you get it in new zealand like live and all that uh no so it would come to new zealand quite a lot later actually the brains versus brawn is actually uh airing at the moment <laughs> oh wow tv so uh yeah we're in a similar boat but just time difference is not such a big issue for us when when do you usually watch like the new episode because i know like trying to avoid spoilers and stuff i literally wake up in the morning and i watch it like immediately uh i'm able to watch it live through uh certain magical powers of the internet uh, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's nice we'll just leave i won't go there. i won't go deeper than that <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll just leave it there all right magical so, internet powers yeah. <laughs> exactly so if you guys haven't found a way to watch it there's plenty out there we're not going to tell you but just go dive deep and and let us know if you find it uh, well, not on paramount plus that, that's not <laughs> yeah <work>. they are <laughs> not unfortunately it's paramount plus australia so that's unfortunate but let's dive into this um, I guess the first question I got to ask for you guys, and I'll start with you, Scott, since you're the guest here, what's, what's your opinion on how they opened the show, how they got everything started and you can kind of merge into it as well. This like very fancy way to introduce Sandra and her daughter, which I was like, okay, like I love Sandra and all, but like, is this over the top a little bit? What do you think? Well, we're famously 
a little bit negative on Australian Survivor in terms of the editing. We got a bit dragged last year for being a little bit less enthusiastic about the over-editing. But I found this one really fun. Mm-hmm. I think because it's blood versus water, it's a little bit more theatrical anyway. Uh I I think the the intro of this was very long. Even like you saw JLP everybody about yeah. it. He was like, oh, "This is a great <laughs> intro, but it's very long." So for me, yeah, I mean, you know, I could have maybe had a little less time in the intro, but personally, I kind of loved Sandra coming in by helicopter. <laughs> it's just it iconic. Was, yeah, it, it kind of threw me back to things like like Jeff delivering the votes in Survivor the Amazon or like Vanuatu where he's on like the helicopter or um like classic survivor like that. so for me it kind of was fan service for me i think but yeah maybe maybe a little long mm-hmm. abe what do you think because this is definitely different than what we're used to we don't usually see i mean we've seen contestants come in you know as groups several different ways but we usually don't see them and you know this one particular pairing in this instant come in like this well, you know what? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give two versions of the story. One, I thought it was pretty exciting to kick off the show the way they did. Uh, a lot of a lot of imagery in their actual first episode. I thought it was great. Then on the other side of the coin, I'm like, I knew how much time it took us to come in for you to get five minutes. So I'm wondering <laughs> how long did it take them actually to set everything up for everybody to walk in for the helicopter, but. Sandra is, e- is easily the marquee player kicking off Survival Australia. So I could see no other way than something that would just set them apart. Because I was wondering as the promo went on, I was like, where's Sandra and her daughter at? Because everybody yeah. else was getting introduced. Everybody they got like one in. split second. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they, they kind of said, okay, here's the queen. So for how they staged it, I, I definitely enjoy it. I was thinking, maybe I'm like terrible for thinking this way, but I was thinking the entire time when Sandra was coming down, the rocks. I was like, oh, Sandra, do not fall. <laughs> she was like super awkward coming down those those rocks. And I was like, oh, this is going to be and we'll we'll get to it. Someone does get injured day one. So maybe that was like some bad voodoo that I put out there. But I actually liked something that Australian Survivor does that I don't see a ton of times. And if I've ever really seen it in the U.S. version of the show is how everybody gets a bio. Like everyone gets their time on screen to say, this is why we're here. I'm playing with, it was long, which kind of hurts me on some other reality shows where I'm like, oh my gosh, can we just get to the show already? But I, at the same time, I respect it and I love it because we actually get to, to hear from everybody and you can kind of see right away, okay, they're going to do good. Maybe I overhyped this person uh, compared to the, you know, U.S. survivor version where you get like three, maybe four people speak. And then you have people like Heather who you don't see until the merge and stuff like that. So yeah, I, we, I do like that aspect. We all do one. <laughs> it's not like it's not one <laughs> Everybody, you know, it's again, at, at some level, it's still entertainment. Mm-hmm. You, you, and especially with Australia survivor, you have so many players. You're trying to say, OK, who does the audience gravitate to first and fast? You like to me, like Croc stands out regardless because he's a big guy. He's, he's Croc. And then he said, I'm a lovable big guy. So, you know, he always endeared to that. Um, but again, and we've all done the same media preparation when we went into our own survivors. So they're there. Then it comes down to editing. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets edited out? Uh, you got to love the edit. Well, we'll go right into this after the, the entrance and everything. 
Uh, I I did think Sandra's was a little over the top, but I'm like, it's fitting for the queen. You have to respect it. You know, she she deserves this. She's earned it. Um, but then we got to get to this first challenge right away. We're going right into it. If you're on my left, you go over to blue. If you're on my right, go over to red. We've got the water tribe. We got the blood tribe. Easy names that didn't take them long to think about that. Uh, but we get right into this reward challenge. And Scott, this was this was a fun challenge to watch. And it literally came down to Sandra versus her daughter, which is like the match of can Nina overthrow the queen and all that. Uh, what do you think about going right into this challenge? I like it. I like just setting a precedent straight away of like, you know, this is a game. This is a competition. And yeah, and I, I mean, one of the things I find fun about Australian Survivor is that they, they want spectacle, they want to put a, on a show, really, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I think something that I, I noticed from the promos is that we actually saw in some of the promo shots, other people competing in this challenge that we don't actually see in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I, I think that's one of the things like Australian survivor is not going to let that get in the way of them having Nina versus Sandra as the first like deciding match. And I, I just, I, I, you know, I have my suspicions about how the edit has been done there, but I, I do too. Yep. Compelling. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like from a theatrical point of view. I knew instantly I was like, well, I was thinking instantly. I was like, Sandra versus Nina. You're like, <laughs> could they have written this any better? Like whoever wins, you know, wins reward for their tribe, which was an amazing reward, like fire and everything. Uh, Abraham, what'd you think about this? This first challenge and the reward they got, you've been out there. So you know how important Look, fire is and they've got everything for them here. No matter what leads up to that first challenge, no matter if it's blood, no matter if it's water, your adrenaline as a competitor automatically turns on. I don't care if Sandra was competing against her mom, her dad, whoever, it automatically turns on that you want to win. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to hurt your loved one, but as you can tell, the two brothers drug each other straight through the water. They didn't care because they was competitors. So that's what happens. I said before, you're playing Survivor, so you're going to play to win because who you really are is always going to come out. So Sandra's daughter, oh, she drug her. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she, sorry, mom, uh... but you, you, you got drugged. The brother, like... <laughs> to me, the first competition was the most what was the battle because it was two brothers, both of them super competitive, and he just drug his younger brother. I thought that was great. <laughs> Definitely more of a battle than when I saw Croc versus Chrissy. And I'm like, Chrissy, just let him. <laughs> she put up a fight. She did. But I was like, Chrissy, what are you doing here? There's no chance. So I have a suspicion about this, actually. Okay. So let me hear it. Let you in on my suspicion. So like there's a strategy here, right? If you're going up against your loved one, you don't want to destroy them, right? Like, mm. I mean, that is a strategy too. You might want to destroy them. Yeah. Surely, like, if you want to have that person there as a valuable member of their tribe, you don't want them to be seen as completely weak, right? Yeah. And it makes me wonder if anyone had discussed that pre-game. Because, you know, like, if you're Croc and you're looking at Chrissy who ostensibly doesn't know anything about the game again literally doesn't i thought she, that <laughs> i thought she knew more yeah. than she did and then i heard her talk on the show and i was like all right have you seen the show do you know what it's called <laughs> hey that's how she got selected <laughs> no idea. but yeah i mean i wonder if there's some strategy there of being like well i want to make you know 
make it seem like you know she's got a bit more maybe uh physical capability than she potentially does not to not to say she you know she didn't put up a great fight i just wonder how many of the uh pairs actually discuss that kind of thing pre-game as well mm. what do you think hey, Abe? It, would I you do this scott that's a good idea you, again i've always said it's always gonna come down to the merger but you want to have your actual loved one be a factor in the survival of their tribe if Croc just drug her along the water bottom, maybe like, okay, well, as soon as we get opportunity, we're going to vote her out. Because, mm. you know, Sandra is kind of immune right now because she is the queen and everybody still wants to see her. So I'm going to go ahead and say that nullified itself. But the two brothers, you, you've yet to hear their names be even spoken of in anything because they mm. went out there and they competed and everybody wants somebody right now that can win a challenge. So I think Croc did the same thing. I don't know if they can they they discussed it, but I think it was a great move that he didn't just go out there because he could have just easily drug her to his pole. And but he was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna let her. I'm gonna let her seem like she's winning. Let her so fight a little bit. Bad. Yeah. So Scott, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I would I would definitely discuss with my loved one if we're competing against each other. I'm not gonna totally take you out, but I gotta still win. So the what the water tribe wins reward like i said it was this giant fire pit uh you get all this firewood and everything great reward they go back to camp they talk they do all the normal discussion stuff so i want to get into the first big thing i noticed from the first episode and that's right away we've got an idle clue and boy is this going to be entertaining and the person who found it shay and brianna hit it off pretty fast and i was like okay i like this duo and everything they find the clue and i believe correct me if i'm wrong shay is actually the one who found it and she told brianna yeah shay, shay found the clue and brianna was there so it just kind of worked out that it happens where somebody's right there with you and what you have to do is you got to form some type of bond immediately you mm -hmm. don't have a lot of time not to trust or distrust you just kind of form your bond and get past those first couple of votes and then you kind of know who you got with you on your tribe um, I thought it was, first of all, I thought it was a great idol to go after. Mm. I had never seen that in Survivor previously where the idol was a competition within a competition to get the idol. That was great. Uh, I, I don't know if I would have been able to, to make the move once I saw it, what you had to do. And basically what you had to do is you had to, I thought when I first heard it is you had to get like possession of the other clue to go for it. That's what I was under the assumption. At first, yes. Uh, but found out it's not the case, as far as I know. Chris, he found the other part of the clue. And basically what you had to do is it was a race to get to the podium that John is standing at. And the idol is like right there, which I can't wait to talk about that. Because like, did she, was she looking at it and just not know where it was? Like lost it in translation or whatever? Uh, but we'll get to that. But Scott, what do you think about this twist? We instantly get into, here's the idol. And also, do you think it, is for the other tribe as well. I was thinking that too. Like, does the other tribe have these clues or what's going on here? Yeah. So, uh, Sophie, who's on the other tribe, uh, she confirmed on Twitter that she found one of the clues and Amy, who's Khan's sister mm -hmm. found the other one. Oh, okay. Sophie actually, okay. Sophie actually tried to slip the clue to KJ, her sister, when, uh, when they'd lost the challenge. Um, after immunity so yeah both tribes did get it i guess they just cut it out for time mm -hmm. um as far as this as a twist i love this because i'm not a big twist guy but i like it okay. when twists are different like i love when there's a slightly different twist but it's not game breaking 
this is just a really fun <laughs> like what's the word for it it's kind of it's it's sort of a weird decision that you have to make like am i gonna basically out myself for playing quite hard early on potentially for no reward and we see how this is going to play out for shay and brianna it puts them in a real tight spot <laughs> it sure um, does. and yeah i like for me any twist has to be about giving the contestants choices like if you it's when you take away choices with a twist that i am less interested in it this to me was so much fun not game breaking a little bit silly and the stakes weren't terribly high because it had to be played at first tribal anyway so mm -hmm. yeah it's good good uh, what do you think <laughs> you it. told I, me you love it i love the way she sat there and, and scott is right once you commit to the idol it, it puts a target on your back because now you have the capability to shift the game so do i get up and run over there or do i wait because now everybody that you didn't share that clue with it's like well i thought you was in my alliance you didn't tell me you had a a clue so it's it's I, I love the dynamics of it because you put two people against each other against the tribe so that made it seem like it was even more to it and then when she got up brianna almost knocked uh the other player down i was like okay that's a good move but you don't have the idol you didn't have the clue so yeah. and then she went for it and she won the clue i mean she won the immunity idol which now you got a decision to make but mm -hmm. also gives you automatic power in the game because now you have the first immunity out. So I thought the way they set that all up was great. Would you have made that? Say it was on your season, first I tribal. Have, would I you have everybody over? <laughs> <laughs> Push them all over on your way. <laughs> we're, we're, we're playing Survivor. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, you're playing Survivor. So if you gave me a clue and Jeff was standing in front of the podium, they got eight states and Jeff would have been all right. I'd have knocked him over. So like, I know it's up here somewhere. <laughs> Because that's power in the game, and you want to last as long as you can. So blood versus water is all to me. It's all about getting to that merger. So anything that gets me closer to the merger, guess what? I'm going for it. <laughs> I I don't know. I see. It's easy for me sitting on my couch. I'm like, no, I would never. And then like when you have an idol right there in your face, it's like, ah, uh, I'd probably just come out like on my way up there, be like, hey guys, I'm gonna pick this up. <laughs> Just just letting you know right now. You, you'll be amazed how many times I was in the woods going through bamboo, spider webs, just looking for anything that's an idol. So you're going to give me an easy idol at Tribal Council? Guess Take what? Take it. <laughs> I Look, I would have made it past my boat if there was an idol up there. <laughs> so, yes. that's, that's true. Well, do you guys have, before we get to the immunity challenge, do you guys have anything that I may have missed that you want to bring up? I know Sandra was already like, you know, cutthroat Sandra again. She's like, you make me mad. I'm going to, I'm going to take you out talking a lot of big game, but do you guys have anything else before we get to the immunity challenge? Hey, for me, I, I, I looked at the whole, and I've told you before, it's the elements getting used to sleeping outside, which uh, a few of the castaways are like, this is different. Because mm -hmm. you're outside, you're uncomfortable, you got to build your shelter. So now the emotions come in. Now the physical part comes in. Yeah, you got food to eat, but there's one tribe that only has, they don't have fire yet. So they're oh. still trying to make fire. So that's going to all feed into how you perform. Um, Alex, first injury out the gate. Yeah, uh, that was my, that was my very next point. Uh, he, did I miss it? Please tell me, did I like, I know I'm watching through a link and everything. Did I miss the injury? Because he comes hobbling in. And my first assumption is he tweaked his foot or something. 
but it's like the link I watch is in two parts. So I'm like, did I just cut off the, the first part too soon? Did they show this? Cause he comes hobbling in. He can't walk at all to the first challenge. And I'm like, are we about to have a Vic an eviction on day one of survivor? Um, it was crazy. I was going to say one. You, what about you, Scott? Did you see anything different between him coming in the tribal and I mean, so the challenge. No, I, I th- I'm pretty sure it was just off camera. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was uh, very unexpected. <laughs> you know, it's like everything's going fine. And then suddenly, you know, the guy can't even walk to the challenge. It's crazy. It wouldn't be the, the best. Like I get if they chose to edit it out, it wouldn't be the best television. If he was just like, you know, at camp and he's like, oh, my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but here's there the thing. Go. <laughs> we, got, we got hurt. <laughs> yeah. That's the hurt. I mean, like I was, I was trying to snap a, a limb for firewood, and it and it popped back and hit me. I was like, uh, or when you chafe up, those uh, are all chafed up. I mean, that stuff really. Couldn't even imagine. So uh, it just, it just may not be, you know, TV worthy. So yeah, yeah. Henry yeah. wasn't. What uh, saying? Henry wasn't TV goes. worthy. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what so happened? I what a fun reveal as well. Yeah, right? like it's like. You think everything's going fine, and then he's there at the challenge. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I was just wondering. I'm like, seriously, are we going to have an eviction? And he said, okay, I'm not competing. My first thought is, well, you're down a man. But John was like, all right, you guys have to sit someone to. I would have put up a fight. I would have been like, I would have been like, John, where is this in the survival rule book? He can't compete. That's not our fault. But it it didn't really hurt them in the end sitting anyone because the Red Tribe goes on to win this challenge or excuse me, the blood tribe, sending the blue tribe uh, to tribal council where I thought, I mean, that second door, the (laughs) poor water tribe, they could not get that second door. I I don't know why, Abraham, I'm sorry to bring it back up, but I immediately thought about the oar. (laughs) I I thought about the oar on the boat that you guys couldn't find. I was like, these just, someone used their head or something, like get that door open. It's when you're in, when you're in it, you're, you're super focused and you got to, somebody got to say, Hey, stop. And really they didn't show it, but what we had to do was say, stop. Everybody just look around because mm-hmm. that, you're, you're super focused on getting it. Now the door was right in front of me. It was a little easier, but you still, you're completely exhausted. You're running off of adrenaline. And once adrenaline is gone, guess what? I'm pretty sure when we was on that sled, somebody wasn't pushing because we counted the three, <laughs> And our sled didn't move anywhere. So that let me know nobody was pushing or pulling. So I think Brianna was right when she said, hey, everybody wasn't pulling their weight. What she should have stopped at is not pointing anybody out. Mm, I That is the perfect segue into where I was going next. Scott, this started, and I post about it on Instagram, the Brianna versus Chrissy war, uh, because Brianna you know, pointed out when they got back, look, she wasn't pulling her weight. That's where my vote's going tonight. Um, and we we really saw tribal lines divide here, which what I wrote for the first episode is I said main alliance of Nina, Mark, Jordy, and KJ, maybe. You could throw Mel in there as well. Uh, what, were, what were your thoughts when they got back to camp? And to me, it looked like it was either going to be at first, at first glance, Brianna or Chrissy. Yeah, I thought that, uh you know there was a good chance of chrissy going home just based on edit you know she was getting quite a big edit and so you know often that'll be a way of you know yeah 
making it fun that you know we've had this this massive character who flamed out in the first episode by you know yep. like being too much of a personality uh but yeah i think sort of as things went along you know we, we talk about maybe chrissy not knowing a lot about the game but she does seem to have this ability to endear herself to people in a way that i did not think possible and to me as well like i mean i'm i'm a ridiculous super fan to the point where i just love anyone who's doing any kind of strategic things and mm. i love chrissy and i couldn't uh, i couldn't wrap my head around it i was like why do i like this person we are who... so different there i i said i don't remember hating anyone as much as chrissy <laughs> that the, no hate her as a survivor player i want to put that out there right, i'm right. sure she's yeah, amazing yeah. um but i hate her as a survivor player and i know i'm jumping ahead a little bit here but in episode two <clears throat> excuse me in episode two, she literally says, you know, chaos. She calls herself chaos Chrissy. And I'm like, chaos cast. That's the last person that I couldn't stand. And I was, <laughs> maybe it's because I picked Brianna as my winner. We'll get to that. Yeah, uh, I told you, I told you how to do that, bro. Okay, man. You do what you want. <laughs> but I was, it's funny. Sorry to interrupt, but it's funny you say that. Cause I instantly was like, I can't stand this girl. Right. I mean, for me, I was actually quite impressed like with her social game um because she is quite loud and she is quite uh you know when we look at the australian players a lot of the time there's a little bit more of this sort of i don't know maybe uh edging towards humbleness which she doesn't really have um mm. and <laughs> i thought i just thought it was really interesting when you see people react to her there were some people who wanted her out no one seemed to dislike her. And I found that really, really interesting. Uh, with Brianna, I felt like. No one yeah. really connected with her. No. And I felt well, like. Well, Shay did. Shay did. Yeah. 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 But I, I think, you know, and again, this is skipping ahead a little bit. Brianna just kept doing things that made her look sketchy, like mm -hmm. onwards and onwards. Whereas Chrissy uh, kept doing things that made people endeared to her. And I think that was the thing that I found really interesting. Uh, my, my thought about who was probably going home at that point, I, yeah, I really wasn't sure. I, I think probably I had Chrissy just because of edit. Mm -hmm. I, I just know before I go to you, Abraham, about like who you thought every time, you know, you think Shannon, you think, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you think Chrissy and I, she does this a lot. And I'm like, that's her evil face. She likes to bite down on her lower lip. And I'm like, she does that a lot. And I'm like, there it is. I, I'm, I'm going to trademark it. That is Chrissy's evil face. When she does that, you know something's up. But Abraham, uh, but we kind of... Oh, go ahead. But you got to remember, Chrissy said, hey, if, if, I'm, if I'm with you, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. She's a loyal okay, yeah. player that says, hey, it doesn't take me much, but it takes something. Brianna and them, actually, Brianna and Chrissy could have worked together. Yeah. Brianna was headstrong and ran in there just like Andy did in his season. And instead of just kind of sitting back and kind of waiting because it's enough of them that you could kind of sit back and wait. Well, so speaking about Andy, let's see if I got, we got some time here before <laughs> I got to send us the break. We got a few minutes here. Speaking about Andy, all hail the princess. She is coming up because Nina was not having this. You know, the vote was kind of settled. It looked like, like you said, Scott, it looked like it was going to go Chrissy. You know, yeah, she didn't do too well in the challenge. And then Nina's like, no, this, you know, my mom told me 
make sure to play your game and not someone else's game. And I had her top of the power rankings after episode one because she, as far as I saw, controlled this vote. She really rallied the troops. Abraham, we were talking in the uh, cast assessment. Is she just like her mom? And I think she proved in this episode, yep, she is. I don't think she's just like her mom. What I think is she's a different version of her. Okay, what her mom that's a better way. Yeah. Her at home. And here's the thing about it is, Nina says she's playing her game. And she's going to have to separate herself from her mom if she even gets a chance of being able to be to win this version of Survivor. And here's the thing about it is, she masterminded that plan, but Andy didn't do himself any justice. <laughs> he had no idea. That was like the ultimate. It was yeah. like, Andy, don't be Andy. It's like going back, knowing what people saw you before, which, could, you know, they can look at you and say, okay, Andy, you could have sat back and just said, I'm going to let somebody else lead the way. And mm-hmm. nobody would have picked up on Andy. He would have made it no problem. Because Chrissy was the legitimately keep the strive drone, uh, strong vote. And guess what? still here still there uh scott before we go to break here were you impressed with um nina and how she kind of rallied the troops here she really started with from what i saw mark and then kind of went she's like i'm gonna go talk to everyone here and really get this going because i do not connect with andy and i don't want andy here yeah i mean for me it really really reminded me if we're talking in relation to sandra it really reminded me of sandra in uh, things like Game Changers, Winners at War, where, you know, she was able to just make people do what she wanted in those early parts of the game, obviously. And obviously she didn't make it to the end, but, mm-hmm. uh, and even though she's a huge threat. So Nina is a huge threat by proxy, right? Just through Sandra. But the thing I worry about with Nina a little bit is she has t- taken control of the game in episode one. And if you're watching, like as someone on her tribe, that would be dangerous to me, you know, Mm. where I think um, (laughs) we talked about Andy as well. Andy stepped into that leadership role, which was a mistake. And then we see someone like Mark, who I really liked Mark in his first season, but I wouldn't have said he was an amazing player. For me, Mark is playing one of the best games out there, along with Nina at this stage, because he is this just physical presence who should be this alpha mm-hmm. um but he's managed to sort of step into the social player role which i didn't know he was that complicated of a player and he's I, doing I a much better job yeah well but yeah he, as far as Nina, from his she's great sorry you, you you learn pretty quick what not to do but you, you have <laughs> a shorter amount of time to learn and if you look at episode between episode one and two like scott said mark hasn't stepped up to lead anything and Mark has the capabilities. You know, Mark has a ranger background from being in the military. He can he can make a fire. He can build a shelter. Mark didn't do any of that thing. What Mark did do was say, tell me where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And Nina's going to have to do the same thing. Nina's going to have to say, well, I understand that, but somebody else tell me where I need to be at, and I'll be there. If not, she becomes the target next. Because if you look at episode, not to give anything away, but Khan becomes a target in episode two. I'm going to go ahead on that challenge, the water challenge. I would have conned. I wouldn't have done it twice. I would have only done it once. Mm. And the reason being is now you have nobody else to point the finger at if you wasn't successful. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're going to take a quick break here. 
And during that break, you guys will get a small excerpt of the interview that I had with Daisy very late last night, but it was all worth it. She was so awesome and such an amazing person. So we will be right back. If it was blood versus water, who would you take? I've been asked this before and I never have a straight answer. Because whoever you say, someone else is pissed off um, oh you can you can avoid it then if you need to no no <laughs> just say one of your know. loved ones <laughs> i think my brother would love to play it so i think it would make sense to take my brother okay um so yeah there's that <laughs> um but my mom is like my rock but in saying that she would hate it like she would hate the whole but then she'd hate you, all of it the, would you be able to vote her off then It'd be harder to vote your mom off than your brother. Oh, it? she'd get voted <laughs> off without me voting her off. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't think it'd be, yeah, I don't think it could be her jam. Um, yeah. Also, like one of my friends, you know, I've got a really, my best friend is absolutely awesome and she's really grounded and got a really good head on her shoulders. So she'd be really cool to play with. She'd be um, one of the softly spoke, more softly spoken ones that would kind of, get just sneak their way right through to the end and I think she'd have a real chance of winning it um but yeah I mean look I'd go back and play play with previous contestants like I'd go back and play with Phoebe again if I had the opportunity because I feel like I was robbed in all stars I only got to play with her oh yeah for seven days so I'd love to go back and play a full game with her 100% um All right. Welcome back, everybody. And we are here. We're going to start off to wrapping up episode one with what I thought was a super exciting first tribal. You know, we get a lot of times like the tribal councils might be a little okay. You know, it's run of the mill and all that. But this had a lot going on. I forgot to mention before we went to break, Andy also looked like or not Andy. Sorry. Spoiler. (laughs) Um, Alex looked like he could have been the one going home but i think none of us mentioned it because i think we all believed now alex was probably not going to be the one going home i mean he wasn't a target i mean he just he just had an un, uncharacteristic injury <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. what and usually just because you hurt doesn't mean that you're the biggest threat i was thinking the entire time i'm like if he was so bad that like this is going to hinder him they would have taken him out of the game and as yeah, as a castaway, I, I would have looked at it like that. Like, you're still here. And if you're still here, then you just pulled your back or something. You'll be fine. And that's how a lot of people were looking at it. Like, we need you in challenges. You pulled your back. Get over it. And he did. Like, <laughs> the next day, he was fine. Um, 26 debilitating injury. I was like, what happened to him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, but they got, they, got, they got a chiropractor and one of the twins that's on the, on the same trial. Oh, that's so. true. Good shout out. I believe it's... Uh, I'm going to get these wrong. I think it's Mel. Yeah. Mel's on one. She was right there as a chiropractor checking him out and you know, he's back up and running and gunning now. So, yeah. Well, let's, let me pinpoint like the key moments in this tribal. So one, they're just talking. Uh, John is talking to Alex and okay, here we go. It all breaks loose. We see like eyes, daggers from Shay looking at it, Chrissy looking at it. Brianna kind of, you know, pokes at Shay a little bit, says, 
go get it. Uh, and this is where I was, I was laughing. I was like, did you not see it? Because Shay runs right past it. And Brianna's like, it's in the front. It's in the front. And she even held up Chrissy trying and Chrissy still got the idol. Um, Scott, this was a mess for Shay. I mean, she's still in the game, so it's fine, but this was a little bit of a mess. I couldn't believe it. I watched it like three times just because <laughs> I, I, I watched it live and then I went back. I was like, what actually went on here? Like, I, yeah. I couldn't, I, I still don't know how she missed it. She seems like I, a smart I don't know. person. She it's... seems like she's really switched on, but what a mess. <laughs> she was staring at it. That's my confusion. Like, I'm not trying to like, hit on her too hard here but like she was staring at it so i don't Mm -hmm. know like maybe she was staring at something else like yeah the edit can kind of show us like when she was staring they're like oh yeah here it is and everything maybe she thought it was something else but i was was, like where are you going it was so (laughs) she looked at it and was like it couldn't be that easy this is survivor so if you if you go back and watch it she ran to look behind it because mm-hmm. every every type of immunity you ever found is either Hit under it. something, in something, or behind something. Nothing is right there in front of you. And it was mm-hmm. like, that couldn't be it. And the thing about it is, she only needed one more second because she'd already come back around. So, but you can never think, it can't be that easy. I'm going to survive. It has <laughs> to be a twist. And she went with the twist. Unfortunately, she didn't get the, uh, she didn't get the immunity at all. I'm, I'm certain that they took this idea from when Adam thought there was an idol on the podium. I'm like, Australian Survivor oh, yeah. saw that. And <laughs> that they had to be like, this would be an incredible idea. Uh, but Chrissy gets the idol. Scott, what's your first reaction? At this point, we kind of know that they're looking at Andy. Um, does this change who you thought was going home at all? I know most of the people said, no, nah, this doesn't change the plan whatsoever. So like Chrissy getting it wasn't the biggest thing, honestly. Nah. For me, for me, Andy was going like once we we didn't really touch on it that much before, but like mm-hmm. once we had the discussions with Mark and Nina, I was sure Andy was going at that point. So walking into tribal, I didn't have that many fears for Chrissy, um, and the idol just cemented it. Um, so yeah, uh, I think the idol being a one-time thing is quite interesting and I, I think that it was maybe a little bit of a shame that that wasn't clearer in the edit because i know a lot of people were like i didn't know you had to play it yeah a lot of people were like oh this is a bad move from chrissy uh personally i actually don't think it's a bad move from chrissy to play it even if it is just a one time if it, even if it isn't a one-time thing especially as someone with such a little experience in the game that idol can be a curse if you don't know how yes. to use it properly. <laughs> so just getting through the first round and then relying on what her true skill is, which is social game, I think it I think it's in her best interest that she didn't have that in her pocket leaving Tribal Council. If Shay uh Abraham, if Shay gets the idol, does this change? We know they were thinking about playing it for Andy. One, do you think they actually would have played it for Andy? And two, who do you think would have went home if they carried out that plan? I think Andy was going home regardless. I think Andy was an easy target, returning player. I don't think he really put up a big change from the player he was before to the player he is now. So, and you want somebody where when you come back at the tribal, nobody looks at you crazy and is like, well, why'd you vote him out? <laughs> nobody was talking about, well, we're sorry, Andy is gone. Everybody was like, I'm glad Andy's gone. Yeah. So he was the best vote. Chrissy, I think, would have been a little different because I don't think they showed it, but I think him and Alex had a good relationship her and Alex had a good relationship. 
And like I said, her social game is a lot better, especially than Brianna's social game. Um, she may be a little more loud, but she's not loud in the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. So, but I like the twist. I thought that was, I thought for the first tribal, that made it so much better than just going up there voting and saying, okay, Andy's gone. Now we have a twist. So it made it, to me, it made it so much better. Because here's what you don't see. By the time you get to tribal after being up all day, you are dead tired. <laughs> you're trying not and to And you have to asleep. sit through tribal, yeah. You're trying to look like you are the most engaged person ever on three hours worth of sleep, one challenge under your belt, and two pieces of coconut. That's what I was like. You just want to go lay down. So it's, 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 I like the way they did that. that was I, I got to be honest. I felt bad for Andy um, just because I feel like he really – he was like, I know what, you know, I know how I messed up last time. And we talked about this in the cast assessment, how he was just too crazy, too all over the place, uh, played way too hard. Um, and I felt bad. I thought this time he was kind of sitting back. He's like, I'm going to get to know people. Uh, before we move on to episode two, do you guys have any parting words about Andy being eliminated here? Any opinions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome I welcome mean- to the club. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a bit of a shame for Andy for well, a huge shame for Andy because he loves the game. Like he Mm -hmm. really does love the game a huge amount. And I thought, I thought he didn't do a great job of sitting under the radar. I think he did a a less of a good job than I'd hoped he would because I am a big Andy fan. I really enjoy him. I know he is, uh, um, he's a person that not everyone enjoys as a character, but I personally Mm. do but I thought he was making an effort with his social game, which he didn't do as good a job with last time. Um, so it's rough, it's rough to go out first at any yeah, time. Yeah. Um, and especially when it's kind of your redemption arc, I, I think that must be pretty hard to, to swallow. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's go ahead and move on uh, to episode two here. Um, so that pretty much covers the very entertaining episode one. Uh, episode two, we just start off with, this is what I love about Australian Survivor, that I think uh, US version has kind of went away from a little bit. And they show a lot of what's going on in camp, which is what we got from, you know, the past seasons of Survivor. It's really, you know, advantage heavy now, challenge heavy and all this. Um, excursion heavy, if you want to look at it like that. Um, but I will say this is just a yoga session going on, but what I want to take away from this, I'm not just bringing this up to talk yoga with you guys, <laughs> um, but Chrissy, she's like, um, oh, who was leading the session again? I forgot about that. It was Shay. Shay, Shay. Was, Shay was leading the yoga session. Yeah. Shay was leading it. And Chrissy's like, Shay is over here, mother goddess or whatever. And she's like, oh, this is terrible and stuff. And here's my question to you guys very early on in, in episode two, I'm like, is Chrissy the villain that we are going to get this season? It, Like I said, I'm not a big fan of Chrissy already. And I'm like, is, is she seriously someone who knows nothing about the game going to get a villain edit? I, I wouldn't put Chrissy as a villain before I put Khan as the villain. And just okay. because it's just great editing right now. They're, they're painting Chrissy as, I don't really know what to do next. I don't know how to really play this game. But if you look at it, she's actually playing a pretty good game. Yeah. So you, you say, okay, what is Chrissy? We don't really know what Chrissy is right now. But Shay actually is a physical threat, but no one is talking about that. So these first couple of episodes, you kind of got to feel out the characters and see how they kind of mesh. Now, I think Nina's daughter, Nina, is going about it the right way. 
I'm just going to try to meet everybody and talk to everybody until she becomes a threat and then talk about her. And then that's when we're really going to see where the really internal fighting starts. But yeah. if you keep going to tribal council, you will determine who's going to go home next. What do you think, Scott? I totally agree uh, that Khan seems to be getting more of the villain edit. And I think he's leaning into that. I think he loves it. It's mm-hmm. like perfect for his kind of personality and he'll he'll be a fun villain too. So I don't think there's anyone, you know, truly, truly villainous. Uh, Chrissy, I think she's just, you know, I, I wouldn't even call Cass a villain mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Cass was just all over the place. She'll but let I you think... know if, if, you know, she'll let you know what she's thinking. Exactly. And for me, I feel like I'm tr- I've been trying to actually think about this. Like, who does Chrissy really remind me of? Because I think her social game is so much better than someone like Cass. Like, she's yeah, chaotic, yeah. but she's more chaotic because she doesn't know a lot of the mechanics. But social game is good. Like, you've got people like Alex calling him, like... Uh, mo- she's mother. the mother of the tribe, yeah. Exactly. I think we have... I'm trying... I- I can't find where I wrote it in my notes, but we have someone saying, oh, it's good having Chrissy around because she brings the morale of the camp up like later in the episode. It might've mm-hmm. been Mark, but yeah, I think, I think Chrissy's got a lot going on. And I think, I think the edit is also leaning into her more ridiculous moments too. And I think there's probably a lot going on behind the scenes where she's just a cool person to be around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's 24 seven coverage. So you just never know what they put together to try to create a character for yourself. Uh, I got to say, to me, Chrissy's, I probably would hang out with Chrissy. She's remind me of Heather. <laughs> but I would probably hang out with Chrissy. Um, I don't think she is a non-threat. I think that she knows enough about Survivor how to say, okay, when do I need to do what? Because she didn't try to bridge the gap between her and Brianna at all. When Brianna mm-hmm. came up to her, she was like, oh, no, we, 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 we're good where we're at. And that's just great editing right there because that puts Brianna on the outs. And then you don't see the rest of the chaotic side of who that character is. Um, but everybody was still in agreement. Brianna's time to go. Well, after, after the yoga session, we get to see Abraham. You got to be happy. You guys were in Fiji. Um, talked a little about <laughs> yeah. this in the interview, the conditions. I love it. This is taking it back to what Survivor was all about for me. I know it's it's cool the contract they have with Fiji, but I'm like, I love when they go to these different environments. And, you know, this is where I, I'm still waiting for a snow season. Honestly, I'm still pitching that. I want to see them in the not, snow. But no, like I love this, but the conditions look terrible right now uh, for them. Abraham, you got to be happy you're not, <laughs> not First there. First of all, conditions were terrible. <laughs> here's, here's the thing you only see what they allow you to see through edits so yeah. for fiji think about standing standing in the jungle with just heat emitting off of the ground on it doesn't it. sound fun and you're just waiting to go to do a challenge so it's just hot it's ever relentless just heat and you're just waiting you're tired you're constantly drinking water it, it's, it's it's funny how you don't see stuff until you're there because i was like okay we just go to the challenge i'm ready no, you mm-hmm. have to be ready to go and get ready to go through the process of going to the challenge. So I empathize with them because I know how bad it felt. And here's the thing about it is, you're trying to light a fire. <laughs> <laughs> it is hot. You're trying to get a fire. So, I, they, were, they were talking about like, man, we need water. We're on day three. I'm like, these people are about to die out here. I'm like, get this no, fire going already. Here comes water well. They didn't boil. <laughs> Look, we didn't boil any water. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I was they, had, they were running well. They were running well, so they, they have water and yeah. 
Um, but it's just that it, the conditions are brutal, when, especially when it's a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. You just in Fiji, you used to see our heat. In Australia, you can see the heat. The <laughs> <dying>. <laughs> oh, man, that's I just had to bring that up real fast, the conditions. But next, I'm going to go to Scott on this one, because after we get that kind of like outlook on how they're surviving and all that, it looks like my Instagram post was correct. I hate to toot my own horn, but we are literally getting Chrissy against Brianna. Brianna's like, let me go patch things up and apologize. And Chrissy is not having any of it. She's like, you're dead to me. Uh, Scott, you had to look at this moment and be like, okay, this is what we're getting. We're about to get Chrissy versus Brianna. here." Yeah, I loved it. I think it was, (laughs) I, as I say, I, I have, despite all my instincts normally i really love chrissy and i think the way she's playing is fun uh but i think i think abraham you said it uh just setting yourself against someone like brianna is such a good strategy at this point because brianna has been so sketchy in the last tribal council that it's like Chrissy knows she's in a tricky situation because she's not great at challenges. She, uh, you know, she is a presence that people are aware of because she is a bit louder. Um, Not necessarily they don't like her, but, you know, she's not flying under the radar. So going, hey, sketchy person over here doing more sketchy things and just constantly this sort of barrage of, you know, reinforcing Brianna's sketchy, I think is a really good strategy and i think that setting yourself against someone at this point when there are still plenty of numbers is not the worst thing because it doesn't create a massive schism in the tribe it just sets basically brianna and shay apart from everyone else i knew instantly that shay was going to be in a in a tough position hey ram what's your opinion on this the showdown of the mother of the tribe and Brianna, who really is rubbing everyone the wrong way, apparently, other than Shay. Oh, and here's, here's the thing. All you need to do is get a couple of people to agree with you. Because mm-hmm. think about it. Once you get Nina or Khan to agree with you, they're going to bring two or three more people with them. So you don't have to convince everybody Brianna is the right ticket out. And here's the thing about it is, Shay's the one they found the next immunity out. Yep. He could have easily had a savior. I don't have a clue so far. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even said her name. Nobody even said, Shay, hey, let's do this. But Khan made the best move. I'm going to make sure that Shay gets this. And I'm going to talk to her not to save Brianna. Because now you're like, hey, I might need Khan down somewhere down the road. And if I do this, because Brianna's already gone. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do to stop her but give her the idol. Yep. Then that leaves you vulnerable next time because you saved her. And since it looks like Chrissy has more allies right now. So I think it was a good move all the way around for everybody. Well, I won't spend too much time on the reward challenge. It was, I thought, a fun challenge to watch, but the Water Tribe just dominated and everything. And they got, they shared the comfort, which I thought was an amazing decision uh, by them in terms of gameplay and all that. Um, But the real thing that came out of the reward challenge, it just continued to add on to this Brianna versus Chrissy. And that's that tackle box that Brianna was hogging and no one else can see it. Get away. Don't don't get by me right now. (laughs) And she is looking for an idol. She's convinced that she's next on the chopping block. I mean, which is true. Uh, But, oh man, I could go to either of you for this one. I'll I'll go to Abraham this time. Uh, This tackle box, what 
Brianna was really, and I'm mad because I'm like, come on, like help me out. But she is really digging her grave here. First of all, you were, you were way too obvious, way <laughs> too obvious. There was yeah. nothing subtle about what you're trying to do. And here's the thing about it is damage control doesn't come with an idol. It comes with your social game. Cause somebody's plenty of people that have idols and got voted out with mm-hmm. an idol. So if you look at our season, look at the steer, he had an idol, got voted yeah. out. James from China had two idols got voted out. <laughs> so, I mean, but if her social game was better, they would have targeted Chrissy and voted Chrissy out, which would have been just as, either one of those were easy votes, but she made it just so easy to say, you know what, you're irritating, we're going to vote you out. And if you notice during the episode, it only takes a, a slither of something to point somebody in another direction. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, Kong was like, really? No, I think <laughs> they were to her. locked eyes on <laughs> locked eyes. Scott, is this uh is this paranoia setting in at this point for, for Brianna? It is. I mean, she is a big fan of the game. It was her dream to be on on Survivor, I think, more than uh, David, her father. Yeah. And it's. I think it's just like, we see this so often with Survivor fans who mm-hmm. come on the show who just, they fall into this trap. And I always come back, I always come back to you know, someone like Earl Cole, who's one of my particular favorites. This is a guy who never played the game before. He had just this complete calm about him. And often you see that in players who just, they have, if they have a little bit of distance from the game, from the love of the game, they can actually do really, really well. And we've seen that in quite a few winners. And I think Brianna has fallen into that classic trap um, of, you know, I'm a super fan. I mean, Look at Cochrane is the the perfect example <laughs> yep. of someone who yeah. completely decimated his game uh, and and is a good player. Obviously, I mean he won, but my all time uh, favorite. So yeah, I feel that one. And, and that's the thing. It's like I think Brianna is someone who, if she got a second shot, uh, might do so much better because there's that sort of weight of I must do everything in the game. I mean, like JD is a really good example as well, right? JD, mm-hmm. who just wanted yep. to do everything in the game and got kind of over the top at times. And I think, yeah. Ran um, over. <laughs> he didn't he didn't have Abraham in his corner. <laughs> JD is a great player with and here's the thing about it is JD has great knowledge of the game of Survivor. Mm. I mean, every season of Survivor, JD has a knowledge of. It was just executing it. That's it was where, executing. Yeah. And he met Shan. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> met. <laughs> Me, because matter of fact, me and uh, me and uh, Danny, we laughed about this when we were talking. Sham might have got us too. <laughs> oh, and, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, she just it's, her gameplay is like that, and JD just wasn't prepared for that gameplay. You can prepare all you want about Survivor when you're watching it, but it's the people that make up the game. And Sham just had a game that just allowed her to bring people in, and JD got brought in. Yeah. So. Well- we we go to unfortunately for Brianna, she trusted a, a lot. She trusted Shay a lot, and we'll get to that. But unfor- <laughs> also unfortunately for Brianna, they the Water Tribe looked like they were going to win this immunity challenge. They looked like they had it, um, and then they kind of lost it there towards the end. Um, same question I asked to you guys earlier. It's a good question that I like to ask after the immunity challenges. Where were your guys' heads at? Because I obviously felt Brianna was on the chopping block. But I'm like, ah, is it really just going to go? I was really pulling for Nina to pull something 
you know, out of the hat of like, I don't want Brianna to go. So I'm going to rally the troops again. Scott, was this, you know, before we get to the idol and everything, was this Brianna? It was her time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If, if we don't take the idol into account, I, I didn't really have any other names that I was thinking at this point. Mm-hmm. Abraham, same thing. No, I mean, Brianna's painted a target on the back with uh, Chrissy. So, I mean, once you paint a target on your back, like I said, it doesn't take much to lean somebody else into it. And here's the thing about it is nobody else wants to be the target. Yeah, so yeah. who Alex was like, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll everybody will everybody was down for it. And like I said, Brianna was kind of rubbing everyone the wrong way. She came off a little strong, which my personality, I totally get. I come off a little strong when I meet new people as well, just because you have that like bubbly, um, outgoing personality. Uh, but then the idol comes into play. Here I am devastated i'm like there's no chance this is about to be a sweep and then shay finds an idol and there's a little bit of hope let me just tell you guys how i'm feeling right so the idol i'm calling it the tree idol it's up in the tallest tree they could find in the outback and they've got this pole that you have to kind of hook it down with and there was no subtlety here it was everybody saw it everybody knew she was going after it everyone's trying to help get it I thought that Khan was going to take it. I'm, I'm actually shocked that he gave it back. The way he was talking, I thought Khan was just, nope, this is mine. I was ready for that ultimate villain move. Um, I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on the tree idol and whether or not you thought this was going to change anything. Because at first I did learn later, no, nah, that, that wasn't going to happen. I would have to say, first of all, well-placed timing of the idol. Mm -hmm. Great, because now you have a whole nother <laughs> dynamics to the upcoming tribal council. Which Everybody's it was going to be a pretty boring one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the vote for Brianna was coming, but now you add another dynamics and you put more players into the mix because now you got Con Air, they're trying to help her get it down. And now you got Brianna with hope. Well, you know what? There's a possibility here that I might not go tonight. Now, let me refocus. So I think the way they put it into play was a great move because you still have to find those items. Mm -hmm. They're not just sitting out there. It may look like, oh, he just <laughs> walked up on this pole. It oh, sure does. Look. Yeah. It, is, it is nothing like that. She might have been out there for hours, and now she finally found it. Because think about it. It's in a tree. It wasn't like it was hidden. But you you, you kind of add another dynamics now where we was like, oh, it's going to be a boring tribal. Now we can't wait to get the tribal to see what happens. Scott, any thought here? Uh, first, I'll actually ask you. Shay has found an idol clue and an idol in the matter of three days. Um, what do you think, how are you seeing Shay so far in her gameplay? Um, and then the second part of that, was there anything telling you that maybe Shay flips this on, on edge here? Uh, well, firstly, I think Shay, I mean, Shay's putting in the work, right? Yeah. She's putting in the work to find stuff. And that's the thing, you know, we always talk about people, finding idols and sometimes people are a little critical oh you know this person got through the game because they found idols or whatever but you have to put in the work to find those idols like they're not easy <laughs> to find like no. you know you have to be putting in hours they show you know two minutes of it on screen but you're putting in days and days to find yep. idols so i mean I, I respect it i think she's she's put in the work uh i thought I, I, this was something where I don't think I had the best read on where Shay was in the tribe. I thought that she might have copped more damage from the previous tribal council going for the idol, her association with Brianna. So I thought the, there was a decent chance that she could 
have a split vote put on her to mm-hmm. push the idol to get rid of uh brianna so this is where i'm a little bit interested to see a little bit more of shay in the edit in terms of her relationships with others because at this point we only really see her with brianna and then we see khan trying to sort of i guess manipulate her into flipping on brianna which she does and which i believe is the right move for her i i was torn i was torn on whether it's the right move or not um i was obviously a little biased as i've stated i was like please save her um but at the same time i'm sitting here and i'm like i understand why you don't want to give her the idol because you're just going to make everybody mad sure you get chrissy out but then you're the next target because you made everyone mad so i understand that and there's a lot we don't see abraham you know this there's a lot that doesn't make the edit and everything but i just from what i see i'm like are you really in that group anyways like we we kind of see the core group she might think she is but that was my thing i'm like this is your chance to kind of make a big move and especially if you don't feel like you're in that core group anyways because she even said uh when she was discussing the vote she said i'm sorry brie i felt like i didn't have any other choice i will say this right here if you go back and look episode one and two nobody has mentioned shay's name as a threat and she's yeah. the only one that has idols or even had a chance at idols because mm-hmm. she's not the target right now if you if you rack and stack them you're going to take a returning player as the biggest target you're going to take someone that has a mother that's considered the queen of survivor as a bigger target and then you're going to kind of just filter everybody in and out shay to me just seems like somebody that's kind of going along right now Mm-hmm. She is just looking for idols, which tells me, one, she's a strong player, but nobody's really targeting her right now. Go ahead, Scott. It, it also seems like maybe the tribe are a little bit more concerned about tribe strong in terms of physical stuff than we're maybe getting, because they were prepared to send Chrissy home. You know, we see mm. Mark puts a vote on Chrissy, I guess, to prevent um, someone else getting sent home by idol players. So they don't, they don't, seem to want to do that split with shay i also think you know if if from their point of view shay having if they are prepared to send chrissy home at some point shay having the idol is not really the worst thing for them because she doesn't have any allies once brianna's gone so they're keeping a strong player there uh they've got someone that they're prepared to let go next round if necessary by which time we could have a tribe swap things move fast in australian survivor so, <laughs> yeah uh i don't know i i think uh i think we're just not maybe seeing the whole story about people's feelings towards shay um but i think she is doing like as well as she can for finding herself on a in a bad position mm-hmm. early in the game and actually ask yourself which one of the castaways have you not seen in the edits yet one of the twins yeah, they've rarely been. Uh, I also think Josh, uh, Josh and his cousin have rarely been been seen as well. Josh has been in more than Mel has for the losing. Oh, class. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least Josh gets the I'm a joyful, happy type of guy. <laughs> he gets those edits right now, but you don't see the twins. I think there's more to come in episode three, and I think we're going to see a lot more of the dynamics come out as now you're starting to vote people out. Your tribe is a little weaker because now you've already down two. No matter if it's male or female, you're still down two good bodies. Mm-hmm. Now the other tribe can sit out a weaker player or now yeah. two weaker players and be stronger than you are. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see how episode three unfolds. 
Well, to make sure that we're not rushed on the ending, because I do want to get your guys' thoughts on the entire tribal council, and then also what could be lying in wait for episode three as we got the the preview, and that's set to come out later tonight um, on 10 Play. I'm going to take one more break and then come back and we'll finish this episode off. All right. Well, welcome back. And now we are we are ready to finish off the end of episode two and give you guys the thoughts uh, going forward as there is another episode tonight. That's like, I didn't know how I'd feel about it, but like more Survivor is amazing and back to back to back nights. I think I can get behind that. Uh, I do have to give a little shout out to the presentation of Australian Survivor as well. I noticed when Shay found the idol, I think they've done this and I'm just now really noticing it. They put an idol symbol by Shay's name. I think that is amazing. And I think that's something that, because that was the big complaint with, uh, with your season, Abraham, is there's so many advantages and stuff that people are like, are we losing like, who has what and all that. I think if you put like a little symbol by people's names uh, during their confessionals, I think that really helps. <laughs> they lost who had what. There were so many of them. There's some astral turf bust up there with some butterflies. They were all <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a little confusing there. Abraham, I would have paid a lot of money to see you try one of those lines during, during a challenge. I will pay for me to go try one of those lines during a challenge. <laughs> um, it's, it's just... It's just timing, luck of the draw. I do like Australia because it's only two tribes. Mm-hmm. So you get it. And I like the tribe that says, hey, let's keep it strong. And so you, you got to start voting other people out. <laughs> yep. Andy, I had no desire to be in that same category with you. But if you want to join up and we play number ones, come back and play Survivor again and combine Australia with USA. I'll that would be an incredible. Well, let me, let me just set the stage for where we're at heading in the Tribal Council. Brianna is the name on everybody's list. There is no denying the tribe also did a terrible job at making Brianna feel like she's safe. I don't think I've, I can't remember seeing a worse performance by a tribe to actually like put some effort in and make someone feel safe because they were just not talking to her blank face. Scott, it was that part was kind of a mess as well, because I was like, what are you doing? Like I get she's, but like this is survivor. She's one idol away from, you know, staying in this game. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, <laughs> I wonder if there's just stuff we're not seeing, like conversations conversations rather with Shay. Because yeah, I mean, it definitely seemed so clear that votes were going on Brianna. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Unless <laughs> like the, the the only reason I could see doing that is if you planned on blindsiding Shay. Yeah, which yeah, that'll be a good move. But she, I don't she even know. I don't even know if that ever crossed their minds. Like it was, so. it was Brianna through and through. Now I want to talk about Brianna's performance in Tribal Council because you know the casual Survivor fan, they're like, Randy, what are you talking about? Like it was, it was clear cut and everything. But I thought Brianna did a really good job at Tribal Council. When John started asking her questions, I was like, oh, she's going to throw people under the bus. She's going to throw Chrissy under under the bus. She stayed very vague, like as vague as I think you could. She's like, I like a lot of people in this tribe. There was a few looks that she looked like right at Shay that I was like, oh, I don't know if I would do that, especially when she started to get nervous. And John was like, well, you came in confident, but now you're feeling a bit nervous. And she literally like locked eyes with Shay. And she's like, 
yeah, a little bit. And I was like, ah, oh, putting a lot of pressure on her. Uh, were you guys ever fooled into thinking maybe Brianna, uh, Brianna, Brianna are, is going to outlast this and, and beat uh, Chrissy here? Or do you think Shay, we saw her nod her head no. Were you convinced she was not playing the idol for Brianna? Brianna had the right approach, wrong tribal council. Mm-hmm. It should have been the first tribal council that she was like, well, we could have done some stuff. Be a little humble about it and, and just don't point the finger that early. And now you have somebody that would have been an ally, possibly. They're rooting against you, and now they got a couple of people to root with them. And, and again, we're being filmed 24-7. You know, so anytime they get an opportunity to get something, and that's how come you got Shan with that hummy, because they caught her. And you just kind of catch things that fit into that narrative. And, you know, and Jeff did the same thing with us. He would ask questions and we're sitting there thinking like, Jeff, I can't answer that question. <laughs> that's that's going to look real bad for me. So I like the way they played it. And I like the way you always try to pull information out to see who's going to say what. I would say less is more all the time in Survivor. Yeah. Sorry about that. I knew my brother was coming home and he walked the door. I was not anticipating. I totally forgot we got a dog. (laughs) So no, but no, well said and everything. Scott, did they ever fool you to thinking maybe, Uh, maybe Brianna's got a chance here? Not really. I mean, it's too little too late. Like these players overall don't come, uh, don't come across as clueless to me. Mm -hmm. And like, if you've had someone do what she did at the first tribal council, Firstly, throwing Chrissy under the bus, then doing the thing with the idol. And then she's got the tackle box in episode two. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just, I, I just think you could have the best tribal performance of your life. And I just don't think you can pull it back after that. Nope. It was, I, I, for the second time this season and just two episodes, I was wondering, did I miss something? Because first it was Alex's injury. And this time it was right before they voted. She was like, yeah, when you start to get nervous, it's time to do something crazy. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And then it was, all right, time to vote. And I was like, what? Like, I was still like, my head was pondering, like, what is she, what did she mean by that? I was thinking maybe she had a secret plan that wasn't in the edit. You guys have any answer for me? Because I was like, that was the least crazy thing I've ever seen happen at Tribal Council. You, you always want to shake up tribal council just to try to see if you can have something happen in your favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw in our season where they had a live tribal council. People just got up and started changing their minds. They started voting, but everybody wanted Brianna out. So there really wasn't any way for her. She couldn't change her fate at that time. It was too late for her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like a good move to try and maybe make them think that you've got some kind of advantage or something that you don't have. But it just felt like a... It felt a little bit unnecessary in the edit to put that in. Yeah. Uh, considering it, there was no payoff for it, you know? Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, well, I, I can just hide my face in shame here. Um, the survivor expert, as I call myself sometimes, that's close as we can be to, you know, survivor super fans. I picked Brianna to win it all. I will say, Abraham, I was talking to Dylan. <laughs> uh, Scott, another uh, co-analyst of the show. I was talking to Dylan. And Brianna was his pick, but he's like, no, I'll go Amy and I'll let you keep because I'll be different. But this is our first year. We haven't done a draft yet like you guys do, which, by the way, I'd love to be in the draft next year. I I think that'd be super fun and everything. Um, But uh, 
this was the closest thing we've done to a draft and just our second season covering. And I've lost, I was way wrong. <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, Brianna to come off so strong. Uh, so yeah, she ends up going up here. Mark voted um, Chrissy, which confused me, but you made a good point, Scott. You think he did that uh, just in case she played the idol? Yeah, I guess uh, there's been a few things floated around this. Uh, I mean, if Shay plays the idol, I guess they value her more than Chrissy at this point. That's that's how I'm reading it. But there's also the idea that, you know, Australian Survivor does have a lot of uh, advantages. And with blood versus water, there's always a good chance that something's come from the other tribe in some way. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, if you had a situation where both Shay and Brianna voted for one of the other people that they could have potentially um you know lost someone that they didn't want if if they both had idols so i don't know i I think it's just insurance okay Um, i just looked at it like he liked brianna i'm like he stuck he stuck true because i know he tweeted about tweeted last night he's like you were amazing i wish you were in the game something like that he was like uh loved meeting you and all that so i just thought maybe mark had a, a sweet a sweet spot there First of all, we're way nicer once we get home. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. We're, we're not that nice when we're in the island. So uh, he's at home. He's been home for quite some time. Um, that's the relationship you build after you finish Survivor and you finish digesting what somebody did to you. Um, you got to have a throwaway vote. Someone that, hey, if this goes left, we still get to vote out somebody that's not, like Scott said, that's going to impact the overall tribe in the game that we're playing. So, and Christy, she's still number two to be voted out. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a good move. Uh, do you, I, oh, go ahead, Scott. Sorry. I just, I just had a, a random thought and that's like, what if he denies it? He could easily deny that vote and yeah. claim that that was Shay's vote because there are only two votes for Chrissy and that could cause some real drama if he decides to go down that road. It'd be I, a good strategic I don't, I don't move. Think Mark is that guy, but <laughs> it would be really fun to see. And well, it he's be the first time yeah. in Australian Survivor. Well, he says he's trying to be more strategic this season because last time his, you know, his social game got him the boot. So it would be a a really great move. It was just puzzling. Uh, I think we'll find out more about it in in the next episode, I I assume. Uh, I usually I don't ask this for everyone who gets voted off. She had such Brianna had such a big personality. Um, Do you guys see her being back in maybe a later season or was this kind of like Nah, she just didn't really show enough. What do you guys think? It's like Sarah in our season. You really get a chance to see her. I think mm-hmm. that as the show Survivor goes, I think it'd be great to bring her back. Yeah. Because she has such a big personality and because of how she went out the first time. Because you could always paint the picture as redemption. I understood, mm-hmm. just like Andy, I knew where I got voted out. It's not going to be me again. And me as a viewer is going to be like, let's see if, if it's going to happen. And it's like, oh, well, it did happen. So now <laughs> <laughs> you didn't change. So um, I hope they bring Sarah back for our season uh, just because you didn't get a chance to see her. Scott, what do you think? Do you think they bring her back? I I don't know. I, I, I can't make a prediction based on anything that uh, that solid. But I, I think it really depends on how she performed in her audition and in casting. I mean, because there's got to be there's some reason they've cast her right and yeah. she, she was a big character while she was there uh it depends if they feel they didn't get what they cast her for 
you know like oh. with like francesca coming back in um in the u.s mm-hmm. you know like Ooh, I, great I really example <laughs> great example I think, I think she is a lot of fun and i'm so gutted she didn't get to play more than you know two days or whatever yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly um but you know obviously they knew that there was something more that she could offer the game that we didn't see in her first season so i i guess it depends on that but i thought she was fun uh and yeah i don't know if she i don't know how much she would adapt to a game she's still very young though so yeah you know she's got time to develop we haven't seen enough of the the blood tribe really because they've been um oh man i forgot the tribe names already they've been the blue tribe from abraham's season (laughs) yeah they've been they've been killing it in these challenges the challenges that matter at least um who would you guys say is running the show for the water tribe because episode one it looked like nina was in charge then you guys mentioned khan and how he's kind of getting this villain edit um and how he looks very powerful i think mark is up there in in the pecking order personally um we're like five days in Scott. I'll go to you first. Who's really controlling uh, this water tribe right now? Uh, I think it is a combination of Mark and Nina. Like I, I said earlier that I'm worried that Nina could be playing a little too much control early on. The thing she is doing really well though is, and the same thing that Mark's doing, Nina is never saying, Hey, can we vote out Andy? Nina's always going to people and saying, who do you think it should be? She's getting the name she wants through the, through the way she's playing. So she's very good. Um, so I would say it looks like the two of them, because they're both able to play the social game without taking too much control. Then when we see Khan, I feel like Khan, you know, we do hear people saying that they're a bit worried about him. We see Nina say she's not sure about where he's at. So uh, I'm not quite sure his control is quite as good as um, maybe I would like it to be because I think he's great. I think he's super, super fun TV. I, I got to agree with Scott. I, mean, I think I think Khan is definitely going to come out, especially the way they, they're – the way he jumped in the challenge and actually he was a challenge beast because it was mm-hmm. a very physical challenge and then you add water and you got you to try to climb up this net. And I said, okay, Khan set the tone for his own tribe. Then Khan went back. So Khan is kind of establishing himself as, okay, I'm the dominant one on the tribe. I can win challenges. Nina, I think she's playing the right social game. So I'm going to give credit to Cassandra, her mom, for teaching her just to kind of sit back and not just tell people what to do. Just kind of let it come to you. And that's what she's been doing. Uh, The Andy vote was a great vote. It wasn't too overpowering. It was just enough. And everybody kind of went with it and then gave her credit for it for the whole thing. Hey, Mark, I think whoever, when he came back and he looks at his game, he's playing a great game. Mm-hmm. He realizes that his social game had to be better. And he's playing a great social game where opposite of Khan, he wasn't even in the challenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get in the challenge. So I'm like, okay. And again, Khan and Croc should never get in water. That's not a good scene. because <laughs> It's just too much water. I mean, when you out there and you're trying to physically be in those challenges, you don't want to be in water because the water just adds to it. So. I'm just never going one-on-one with Croc. Like his stature and everything, it's just not happening. <laughs> now, he he lost his. He, in his challenge, he lost. He did lose, yeah. You, you can you can beat him in water because what you don't see is you're slippery, you're wet, and you're just basically trying to use your weight. But once you let go, you're, you're, you can win the challenge. That's what actually happens. So I'm looking forward to say who comes out as painted as the villain 
who comes out as painted as the one that's running the tribe now. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's a clear picture right now. We, we got to see. We got to see episode three. We got to see episode three. And I think then we perfect, can definitely have. Perfect. Perfect segue. Because my last question for you guys, I want one from both of you, if you can think of one. What are you looking for for our viewers and the people listening? What are you looking for in episode three? What are you most excited for? I'll go to Abe first. Look, I'm looking for a clear cut Nina move. Okay. Something that establishes her. I want something that she can come back on if she has to sit in front of the jury and tell them, here's one of my defining moves. Mm -hmm. I think that way, that's the only chance she can win Soul Survivor. Because right now, she's made a move, but episode two, let's see how you do as the numbers get smaller. And now you got to maneuver in a smaller group. What do you think, Scott? What should people be uh, watching for as episode three goes live? Well, what I want is I want the other tribe to go to tribal council. (laughs) One tribe is just getting decimated. I I love it when it's a bit back and forth. And I just want to see what these people have, you know, what what these people have got going on. Can Sandra (laughs) make it through a tribal council, you know? I don't know what that was. (laughs) Like Something. You're an outback? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm literally, I figured, sorry about that, Scott. That was distracting. I am literally in the outback right now. Oh, man. This is uh, this is what's awesome. We're not even live, but like I'm going to leave it in because this is what's awesome about <laughs> recording live and everything. It won't make sense for you listening on Spotify or anything like that. But there was like a fly or something that just was on there. Uh, but no, I, I just got to say, um, I'm interested. This is going to be a really boring take but we saw in the preview for episode three and i'm really interested to see how uh brianna's dad takes this because we have that moment where he's like i'm you know con is gonna be my grenade and i'm gonna roll con back into tribe it looks like they're going on an excursion or something so i'm interested to see what what that is all about because honestly i don't see i don't really see david you know being that big of a game player so and that's what i thought when she got voted out i'm like well david's that's the one chance he had to really last in this game was his daughter but he looks like he's ready to play and i want to see what he what he has wrapped up his sleeve and then obviously you have sandra saying someone made her mad or something because she's going on a rant about it's it's time to get crazy i wouldn't even worry i'm not even worried about sandra until they get to the actual vote Mm -hmm. because here's the thing your tribe is like scott said once you go to tribal council one time, we're going to see what really goes on in your tribe. Because that mm-hmm. first vote is the hardest vote to say, okay, now we got to come back. And the dynamics of this is, it is blood versus water. Now, how is the father of Brianna going to react to you voting out his daughter? Is- Con, why would you have any reason to align yourself with him and it's not emerged yet? Is Sandra going to be like an easy first boot? Say the blood tribe goes because the way I'm seeing it is a lot of people are like, let's keep Sandra around. Let's play the game with her and get some insight. Um, How do you see it, Scott? You think easy first boot here? You think there will be more to it than that? I, I just don't see her going yet. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I don't know why exactly. I think she, I think people just are a little enamored with her. You've got some of those younger players, like I think it's Jesse, who just really, really, you know, wants to ask her about Rupert and stuff like that. <laughs> and I think, I, I think, <laughs> I think you know, 
people like Kate and now David, Kate's already been sort of isolated for not having a connection on the other side. And with blood versus water, you, you want to try to avoid, you know, pissing off the other tribe by if you voted off their loved one. So if you get rid of one of those two, there's, there's no fallout. So mm -hmm. that would be what I would want to do if I would yeah. get one, rid of one of those two, probably Kate at the stage, just because physically she's probably doesn't bring quite as much to the tribe. And she also seems like she's been separating herself a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Kate would be an easy boot, but Kate would also be good alliance. Because so she's got nobody go, else. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and she may want a little revenge, too. So I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But we're right. They have to lose first so we can see exactly what's going to happen. But I, don't, <laughs> I agree with you, Scott. I don't think Sandra is the one vote they're going to get out first. I think that's, that's just not going to go that way. Now, if we look at her challenge history over these first couple episodes, she's lost every challenge. So, <laughs> every single one she's trying you yeah, gotta give so it to her she hasn't sat yet they, they always film me that hey sandra daughter beats her then it was like oh it's just her sandra daughter beats her again so i'm like <laughs> can we get one where sandra daughter doesn't get beat by her daughter? oh <laughs> no. man well there you have it we have gone through episode one episode two you can catch episode three tonight if you're in australia <laughs> at 7 30 on 10 play uh and the rest of us will just have to wait and we'll be we'll be able to see it thank you so much for scott joining us and you can check out his podcast the slaying the dragon podcast it is very entertaining i definitely recommend you guys go listen to it uh scott do you have anything to say no just thanks heaps for having me this has been a oh, yeah. whole lot of fun it's awesome to talk survivor and uh yeah I, i'm just so excited for the season like i i had my doubts with last season of Australian Survivor, but this one has just come out of the blocks with a hiss and a roar, and it's been so good so far, and I'm loving it. I, I couldn't agree more. Just know, anytime someone's on the podcast, you have an open invitation. So if you ever want to come back on, uh, just say, hey, I want to talk Survivor with you guys, and we'll we'll have you on. All right, hey. drop me a line, and I'll, <laughs> I'll be back. Absolutely. Hey, good to meet you, Scott. Hey, quick question. Yeah. I know in U.S. Survivor, we only get aired once a week. How many errands do y'all have in a week? For like we only we only got aired on Wednesdays, but we're already up to episode three in the first week. Yeah. So I think it's only Australian Survivor that does that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe so. I think I read somewhere that it's three episodes a week. I thought it was yeah. three the first week and then like two moving forward. But what I saw is it says there's three episodes every week. Like I saw someone say next week it's gonna be like Monday, Tuesday, and then Sunday. Is what I heard. Yes. So yeah, usually it. Uh, I don't know why they premiered it on the thirty first on, on a Monday this time, but uh, yeah, usually it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday that it's on in a week. Huh. Hey, you got to be happy, Abraham. You're getting more Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got this Survivor, and then March night we have the U.S. Survivor. Oh, we are just counting down the days. I, I'm wondering if they're going to overlap too. We might be very busy around the time of March 9th. That's, that's going to be that's going to be pretty interesting because being actually visiting Australia, New Zealand, this is great. So thanks, Scott, for letting me be out here hanging out with you as well. Oh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure to to meet you like this, and um, yeah, thank you both for having me so much. 
Well, don't forget to check out uh, the Survivor Now podcast on Instagram. It's basically just that username. And we do have a YouTube channel as well. So if you don't want to listen to it, you can go watch us on YouTube. Thank you again, gentlemen. And I look forward uh, to episode three. I believe tomorrow we'll have uh, the four guys. I believe it'll be me, Abraham, Dylan, and Will tomorrow. So we'll be we'll be talking that up, or Will might not be able. I, I like I said, it kind of changes. So I'll see you guys tomorrow for the next breakdown of episode three. And thanks.